These broken bones have mended, and now I am soaring like never before. Broken mirrors and mended wounds, my Savior restoreth my soul. By domestic violence survivor, Michelle Carter Douglas. This poetry book depicts a journey of individual faith, healing, and strength. Reader, Tara Kirksey shares. Broken mirrors and mended wounds, this collection of poems and reflections was so on point. They were so uplifting to me. My favorite one was Revelation Mended Through Being Broken. I could truly relate to this one. This author blessed my soul through her writing. I know she's at a point of healing. I love to read more from this author. This book available right now, Broken Mirrors and Mended Wounds, My Savior Restoreth My Soul by Michelle Carter Douglas, available right now on Amazon.com. Hallelujah. We just heard I Believe God by Jacqueline Carr. And that was requested by Sister uh, Patricia Carter. And um, before I say anything else, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you this evening, Father God. Because Heavenly Father, on this break, Heavenly Father, we've been in the wilderness. We've been going through the exodus. Father God, some of us has been facing storms. But guess what, Heavenly Father? With you, we are healed. With you, we are protected. With you, we are restored. And Father God, tonight we're sending the devil straight to hell where he belongs because we are going to study in the word. We are going to be rejuvenated in the word. We are going to be encouraged in the word. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Yes, Father God, we are on this altar this evening, Father God, uplifting any and everyone that's standing in the need of prayer. Yes, that calls on you, Jehovah God, Jehovah Nisi, El Shaddai, Abba Father. Yes, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha. Yes, Elohim, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes, yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we're uplifting those that are missing right now. Father God, bring them home. Bind the hands of the wicked, oh God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Woo, yes, in the name of Jesus. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. 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 And with that being said, Sister Pat, if you would please bless us with another prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, as we come before you Know there is no other God but you. Hallelujah. I know there is no other God but you. That's why I request that song because I believe God. Yes. I believe God. I know there is a God. The one and only true God, the creator of all. I just ask for your continued blessings and grace and mercy for all on this line. All who call upon your blessed holy name. Just keep us in your grace and mercy and protection. Mm -hmm. Let us live on the day. Your blessed, holy, perfect because your will is the only will that shall be done. Because you are God, you are perfect for all things. 
no matter what you go through in this life, no matter what storms, no matter what hardships, no matter about the good times. Oh, yes, Lord. You are the only Yes, Lord. And your promise, your promise is perfect and it's perfect. Yes, Lord. And we know that when our time on this earth is done, we have lived it. We have lived it for a period of will. We have eternal joy in us forever. Yes, Lord. We just thank you. We just thank you because you thank are God and you are truth. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the honor and glory. And we stand to live home within your hope. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Good evening, everyone. How is everyone doing? Praise God. Praise God. We have uh, Sister uh, Patricia Carter on the line. Good evening. We have Sister Nicole on the line. Good evening. We have Brother Patrick on the line. Good evening. We have Brother Brolin on the line. Good evening. And we have a surprise. Guess who's with us this evening, everyone? Yes, Brother Desmond. Good evening, Brother Desmond. How have you been? Good God brings us through. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Are you able to hear sisters Patricia and Nicole? They were like, good evening. I have you on a different phone line. I don't know if you're able to hear them. Were you able to hear them? No. Okay, let me bring it closer. Okay, everybody, I got the phone close to this one. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Amen. 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 And so, Brother Desmond, I know that you said, you know, up and down, but you know what? Tonight we're all up. We're all up because guess what? The world can never, ever defeat God. Remember, Jesus said he already overcame the world. So whatever trials and tribulations, whatever issues that we face in this world, is already overcame. It, it is already overcame. Amen? Amen. Amen. And today is July the 14th. Um, wait a minute. Today is July the 14th. It's a Friday. No, it's a Wednesday. No, July? Yeah, Wait a minute, July. today is... Oh, no, I'm looking at June. <laughs> <Forgive> <laughs> Sister Alessa was in a different uh, thing. Amen, amen. And uh, this is... And you know what I said? Um, yeah. What we're going to do, and I just want to let everybody know uh, with the podcast, we thank you so much for your patience. And um, yes, I do agree. You know... Um, you, you want the word, you know, so we got to be consistent. And I just really adore everybody that uh, gives feedback. And it just lets me know that you guys are listening. And um, everything that we do is only for the glory of God. And everything that we do 
God enables us. Amen. Amen. So yes, we've been busy organizing our back-to-back school giveaway, which is July the 29th, 2023 at the Hubbard Harding Park in Hubbard, Ohio from two to five. So everything is going to be free. And uh, the next one is August 5th, which is the following Saturday um, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And that's going to be at the East Library of Youngstown, Ohio on Early Road. So um, for, uh, between 1 and 4 and that event, absolutely free. So with that being said, uh, if we could... Uh, be blessed by our daily bread reading of today, which is July the 14th, 2023. Amen. So Sister Alessa is going to read it. I'm going to give her a chance, I'll give everybody a chance to um, locate the daily bread <coughs> reading for today. And while we're all getting that, um, tonight's Bible study we are just going to um, talk about what we've learned from the previous uh, semester uh, over the winter. Um, and then we're also going to get into what we're going to be going over this summer, um, you know, in our Bible study. So we have a lot of great information. I do believe this is the uh, I want to say, I think we're in our seventh season with studying in the word. So that Amen. too is a blessing. Let's and for that. Amen. 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 Praise God. And I do believe that we are listened to and over, um, you know what, actually morning coffee with Christ is actually seven countries. This one is actually the five countries. So we're actually listened to. Uh, praise God in five countries, and I will get that information as we uh, speak. Let's see. So, um, yes, we are listed to in the United States, the United Kingdom, Malawi, Hong Kong, Germany, and Singapore. So we picked up a country. Praise God. Praise God. So we're listened to in six countries right now. Amen. 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 And um, our age group is actually, we have uh, from 17 to 44 and 60 and up. Okay. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, okay. Any mm -hmm. listeners? If you got family and friends age 45 through 59, please tell them to listen to our podcast. We want to be able to uh, be listened to by uh, everyone in all demographics, race, nationalities, and ages. Amen. So praise God for that. Amen. Uh, Sister Alessa, if you could uh, read our daily bread for today. Um, the daily bread that's the deep waters, and it says at the top it says Proverbs uh, chapter twenty verse four and five and twenty four and twenty five. Proverbs for Proverbs twenty 
verse 5, it says, the purpose of a person's heart are deep waters. Deep waters. When Bill Pinky sailed solo around the world in 1992, taking the hard route around the precious great Southern Cape, he did it for a higher purpose. His voyage was to inspire and educate children. That included students at his former inner city, Chicago Elementary School. His goal, to show how far they could go by studying hard and making a commitment. The word he chose in naming his boat, when Bill takes school kids on the water in Kim, Kim, what's the word? Hmm. I can't really see that. I know this is the small really book. Small. Where is it at? Committee? Commitment. Commitment. Oh, thank you, Grandma. Mm -hmm. You said it right. Thank Amen. you. Commitment, he says. They have got the filter, killer, I think, in their mm -hmm. hands, and they learned about control, self-control. They learned about teamwork, all the basics that one needs in life to be successful. Pinkies, Pinkley's, Pinkney's, his last name is Pinkney's. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> word paints a portrait of Solomon's wisdom. The purpose of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. Proverbs chapter 20, verse uh, 5. He invited others to exa examine their, explain their life goals. Otherwise, it's a trap, said Sodom, to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider one's vows. In contrast, William Pinkley, Pinkney, sorry, had a clear purpose that eventually inspired 30,000 students across the United States to learn from his journey. He became the first African-American inducted into the National Sailing Hall of Fame. Kids were watching, he said, with similar, with similar purpose. Let's set our course by the deep Console of God's instructions to us. In your life, what is the why for your work of ministry? Oh, wait, let me repeat that. In your life, what is the why for your work or ministry? What legacy do you hope to leave by what you accomplish? Inspire me, faithful God, to commit to working with a purpose that glorifies you. Amen. 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 Sorry for that. The wording is so small. You are <laughs> fine. Yes, you are fine. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Uh, and the bigger books I just remembered are downstairs. I can't even see this. So, <laughs> Amen. Well, I got a whole bunch downstairs, so I'll have um, one of the uh, Deacons go down there. Oh, she does. Big ones and little ones. Like I said, left them on my bar. 
Oh, praise God. You're a great steward. That's why. Amen. Amen. With that being said, who would like to share their insight with today's reading? Anybody want to go first? I'm sorry, what was that? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Thank you so much, Sister Nicole, for that insight. And um, I just want to expound on that. And then Arlessa has some scriptures she wants me to uh, read as well that the Holy Spirit. Amen. That goes with the deep waters. Matter of fact, let me read these scriptures. It's, It's verse five. Okay, and this is chapter 20, verse 5 to 7. Okay, this is out of Proverbs. Proverbs. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5. This 5 through 7. So, Proverbs chapter 20, verses 5 through 7. And this is out of the Holman's uh, Christian Standard Bible. Mm hmm. And, and she instructed me to give everybody 10 seconds to locate the scripture. And you know, and 20 seconds, you know, give people amen, time. Amen, amen. God is good. My interpretation is that the Lord will give you the That's okay. Take your time. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5 through 7. And when everybody finds it, say amen. You could have did this, sweetheart, but when you're ready, you amen. will. Amen. Amen. And okay, amen. Uh, amen. You have it. And we'll give people some more time. Proverbs 20, verse uh, tw- chapter 20, verses 5 through 7. And this is uh, in the uh, the daily bread. No, it's, yeah, it was mm-hmm. in the daily bread. I see this five and five. we're going to read it in the Bible. Counsel in a man's heart is deep water, 
but a man of understanding draws it out. Many a man proclaims his own loyalty, but who can find a trustworthy man? The one who lives with integrity is righteous. His children who come after him will be happy. May God add a blessing to the hearers, readers, and doers of his holy word. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. So, you know, this, what I want to say too about uh, the daily bread reading, um, what I found phenomenal is just not only the analogy of the deep waters, but when it was written about uh, Mr. Pinckney's, his voyage was to inspire and educate children. Is that not a Christ-like attribute, quality? Because see, Jesus, he loved to preach, teach, educate, heal. You know, some people talk about being Christ-like, but we see here, our brother Pitney, he exuded being Christ-like. Sister Arlessa, amen. Um, also, too, Proverbs 20, verse 4 says, The slacker does not plow during planting season. At harvest time, he looks and there is nothing. So mm -hmm. what I get from it is um, Bill Pinkney, he did the work. He, mm -hmm. was, he believed in God, but he also uh, read his word. But he didn't just, you know how you, you want, you have these dreams and you have these goals, but if you're not doing the work that God tells you to do, if you're not putting, um, if you're not studying it and if you're not doing anything to accomplish that, nothing's going to show for that. Exactly. 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 And, and you know, you and I, you know, I've heard people say, if 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 God blesses me with riches and I hit the lotto and I get this, I get that, I, I'm a give back. I, I'm a I'm a give back. I you don't have to be rich to give back. Have you not heard about the widow's penny? You know, you give of your heart. And here our uh bill pitney he started with the seed of ins inspiration and encouragement and education and he traveled he plowed he put in that work the bible says you reap what you sow you reap what you sow so if you reap education you're gonna sow wisdom if you reap love, you're going to sow prosperity and peace. You understand? You reap what you sow. Um, another thing in answering the question, in your life, what is the why for your work or ministry? The why I do what I do is because I love what I do. Because I love helping people. Why do I love helping people? Because that's what God is about. Because in all actuality, 
when I needed food, when I needed clothing, when I needed encouragement, the people of God helped me. When I had my babies, I didn't have to worry about, okay, if I was going to have WIC or, well, I said that wrong, if I was going to have formula for them, God implemented that program WIC. And then my kids ate a lot, my mother and my aunts. And then there's times my sister came through. You know, so I had that village that helped me raise my children. And yes, I've often talked about the things that we went through, persecutions from different people, but so what? Because at the end of the day, God still looked out of looked for looked out for me and my children. And we were blessed from the different people that helped us in life. So I don't want to hear in the news about innocent children and people being shot or killed. I'm tired of hearing about working people struggling to put food on the table, pay their bills, and they don't have enough money to maybe take uh, uh, $20 to just treat them for that self-care. And then they got to worry about, well, you know what? I got 50 bucks to my name and I have to get school supplies for my kids, but we also need groceries. Okay, that's my why. To be that helping hand that God enabled me, my children, my family, my ministry to do to help others. Because there before the grace of God go I. I love that quote, and I think it's Jane Adams, uh, the mother of social work, that's, that said that quote. There before the grace of God go I. You know what? We have all day to wallow in self-pity. So what? Pity will still be there. But you know what? When we shine our light so that others will see the face of God and come to know Jesus, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. That's why I do what I do. And what legacy do you hope to leave by what you accomplish? The bottom line is my children, my niece, my nephew-in-law, my grandchildren, my great nieces and nephews, my great-great-children, all down the line. And then when they look back, and they see their grandmother, a domestic violence survivor, a person was homeless, not once, not twice, but multiple times. They say, you know what? Grandma did this for me. Great grandma did this for me. And my great nieces and nephews, Wow, my grandma and her sister and my great-great-great-great-great-grandma did this for us? Yeah, because you know why? The shoulders that I'm standing upon right now is from my mother's father and mother. So with that being said, 
Be good to people because God is good to you. Amen. 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 Uh, Sister Pat, you want to share? Well, my basically the same thing is uh, someone did for me. Someone loved me. Someone helped me. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people. I had some friends. There was a lot of people, you know, just a lot of people in my family. But someone did something for me. Amen. And I always like helping people. Yes. Doing something. And you know what? And sometimes you don't even have to do much. Sometimes yes. people just kind of say, uh, you did that for me? All I did was give you a ride home. Mm-hmm. Uh, or something like that. You know, no big deal or anything, you know, but if they're like, thank you, or like somebody wants to sit, just sometimes just talk. Yes. And um, sometimes I didn't want to hear all the talk, but they, they said, you know, it helped them. Just mm-hmm. to have some talk, somebody to talk to, just to listen to them. Yes. And then, you know, like I uh, helped somebody out with food or, you know, a couple dollars for this or that. You just never know how much it touches them, but Lord knows how much I know it helped me. Mm-hmm. Just to know. I said, that's nobody. God working through them that whatever they did to help me, you know, God, God loved me and somebody cared about me. Oh, yes, you preacher. You know, and you just know there's help there. And then, you know, you want to do that for somebody because I think, you, you know, like sometimes you don't always want to go to mommy and daddy, this and that, or whatever. But they were still there. I know they were there, but it's just to know that somebody, somebody cared enough about you. Yes. do something for you. And I like doing that for other people. Whatever I can do to help them. Mm-hmm. And that's so, where I get it from. We're blessed. Truly, truly blessed. I remember we had went somewhere in Struthers. I think it was uh, the DeMarco's uh, store. This was years, years, years ago. Uh, I think at that time I just had uh, Patrick and our lesson. And, um, she said, I look so familiar. And I said, she said, who's your mother? I said, uh, Patricia Carter. I said, but her maiden name is, is Pat, Pat Patricia Wilson. And she said, your mother was so nice to me. And she gave me $20 and I barely had gas in my car and I needed to get some stuff for my kids. And you see how God is? You see how he works through people? That's why it pays to be kind. Because you're going to need somebody. We'll be right back after these messages. Studying in the Word. only a few minutes until they could exit to Koenig State Parkway. The roads and traffic take a turn for the worse. Readers and friends, the angel of death was near. Sterile and John prayed silently to Almighty God. Are they spared? Everyone hopes for a perfect love story. 
Some people dream of taking an adventure. In a small town named Poughkeepsie, New York, a couple and six young adults will meet and change one another lives forever. Take this journey in the adventures of Gurgle Boy, written by author Patrick M. Douglas. This book is available on Amazon.com. Amen. Welcome back to Studying in the Word. On the break, we heard Reverend Clay Evans. Things are going to work itself out. That was requested by uh, Sister Patricia Carter. And we also heard a request by Sister Arlessa Douglas, which was um, uh, Back to Life. Oh, you brought me back to life by the Bethel music, Zahara Zachary. Amen. God is good. Uh, Bethel music, Zahara is Z like zebra, A H R I Y A. Then, second word, Z A C H A R Y. And it's amen back to life. That was a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah, so amen. thank you both for those requests. Um, before we go forward, um, I just want to say, well, brother uh Desmond had to get off. And uh, so we're definitely gonna keep uplifting him in prayer and keep trying to uh include him in everything that we do because God is good, you know, God is good. No, he had to get off. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got off. And yeah, so, okay. well, yeah. Right. But I did And that's what the adversary wants. He wants us to get discouraged. And, you know, yeah. the best thing right now is that with even myself going to school is a truly blessing at Youngstown mm -hmm. State because and in all schools, because, you know, I'm learning so much. I'm taking a mental health class and learning so much, you know, and, and the devil, he wants us to think, we're failures or that we're defeated. But honey, let me tell you something. Jesus overcame the world. So whatever the devil's throwing at us, God got it. God got it. The devil a liar. And he ain't even good at that. Because a story got holes in it. Okay? With that being said, um, I want to open the floor up for everybody, I'm going to have Arlessa take over my seat real quick. And uh, if everybody could share what they learned so far from uh, our uh, lessons that we went over this winter. 
Sister Pat, you want to go first, then Sister Nicole, uh, then Sister Arlesa, and see if the brothers want to go too. Wait for Alessa to tell me to go or something. Um. Yes, uh, Sister Patricia, you can go. Well, like you know, like what I really, what really uh, has helped me in the Bible studies is when it's like we do these studies and we learn about the individuals in the Bible, the people, and things, and we all know how God has helped us and will help us, and help us, and help them. But when it gets down on that personal level, that's what the thing that really has helped me. When I speak just like us, I mean, you know, they made the same mistakes we made. They think done the same things we've done. And it puts it on a very, very personal level that I can identify with it and understand. They weren't perfect. Um, they thought they made mistakes, they did things. Um, some things good, some things not so good, a lot. God loved them and brought them through. And I said, you know, it puts it on a personal level where I see them as a person just like me. And God delivered them. And that really helped to study that and get on that personal level where they're, they're just like everybody else and see what, you know, they've gone through and how God has brought them through. And they're just like, you know, people then today and people will be people are still human beings were imperfect and it just puts it, put it on a very personal level where i can understand it a little better just say there you know people just like me for some reason like you think when you said about people in the bible or something you think i don't know why then you just think they're, they're a little bit <clears throat> above but they're just like everybody else they were called to do something a lot of them with the God wanted them to do and we all are called for a purpose but we are all human beings made by the same God and just put it on a very very personal level that I could understand amen amen um that was beautiful sister Patricia um sister Nicole would you like to go next uh yes uh okay sister uh let's uh um, yeah, I, I would say that, um, you know, just to uh, agree with what Sister Patricia Carter said, um, you know, just not over the winter, but I would say since I began uh, studying the Bible under uh, Behind Closed Doors Ministry, under the leadership of Minister Michelle Carter Douglas, um, individuals in the bible how sister patricia carter i loved how she used that word only because when i was in church and this was not even as a child but as an adult depending on who the pastor or the officers and members of the church were they put these people as characters Characters to be could be in a fictional, which is a non-true book, or a non-fictional book, which is true. God, the people in the Bible, they're individuals. The Bible is non-fiction. It is the truth. So that that's the most important thing. I learned the difference between 
need being a Christian and being a church folk. And sometimes it could be the same. I'm not saying they can't coincide together. But as Mr. Patricia said, it's church folks, not Christians, that will put not just certain individuals in the Bible, but also themselves above regular people. If they don't dress a certain way, if they don't talk a certain way, even if they don't pray or, or, or uh, worship a certain way, then they're not considered to be, um, let's say, uh, serving of, of God's true blessings and anointing. But then how reading again, uh, after, you know, uh, I didn't know Abraham and Sarai were half-brother and sister until I read that with Minister Michelle Carter Douglas. Um, I didn't know, like, uh, with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, with all the things that happened, that Abraham said to God, you know, if there's one person, if there's ten, he tried to, you know, say Sodom and Gomorrah, say, you know, can can even find a few people that were righteous in, in, in these towns um, that they were not considered to be um, somebody that is not a God. And and he said most of all of them, you know, were, were not doing anything that was of the teachings of God. I also learned about uh, how Sister Patricia Carter said too, um, some of the individuals, how they had both. Like, I didn't know Elijah uh, and uh, you know, uh, Jeremiah and a lot of the prophets in the Old Testament, they had depression and they cried. Not only externally about how, again, uh, the Hebrew Jews, the pe chosen people of God were being disobedient to his word, but internally that they weren't able to have God use them so people could see his way and know that the way that they were living at the time were, was not of God. Um, so I, I feel like now um, I have a better understanding of not the commercial penalized version of religion, but having a better understanding of having a true personal relationship with God. I felt like I was leaving and going to Cape with Abraham when I was reading that over the winter. You know, um, I felt that I was in there when Sarah and Abraham found out at their age that they were going to be parents. You know, I felt when Noah was, was in that ark and how he was wondering again, you know, is him and his, um, you know, sons are going to make it. And, you know, Again, these individuals, these these experiences uh, have also taught me to not beat up on yourself. We all fall short of the glory of God. But thank God we have his grace and his mercy. Yes. He doesn't ask us to be perfect because we serve already a perfect God. But he asks us 
love one another as he has loved us. And he also asks us to love thy Lord thy God. So as long as we put love first in our hearts, and we know that if we treat somebody the way that we want to be treated, and we teach them about God's word, then we're doing the work of the Lord. You know, mm -hmm. and so, um, again, I just hope that other churches, not just AME or, or African-American churches, um, I hope churches worldwide can utilize this way of communicating. You know, seeing that God is bigger than the four walls of the church. The first foundation of church in Acts by Peter was Peter said upon this rock. Not upon this wall, not upon this door, not upon this floor, but upon this rock, I will build, you know, um, the church of God. You know, so we got to understand that God can, you know, be outside of the four walls. We can be anywhere and have worship service. We can talk like we're doing over the phone, have worship service, podcasts on the internet, have worship service. Um, this is how we're reaching the youth. We got three young people here on the line now. And I know that this is the generation that understands a lot of that technology better than my generation and my mother. But look at God, how he brings all these generations together to worship in his name. So even the fact that we're having a Bible study today, we're already practicing Proverbs 20. Yeah. We're already showing that if our main goal of everyone here on, on this line is to serve God and to show God that we will continue to preach his holy word and show others that they need to follow him, then we have already met, met our goal. Yes. But the goal does not end by just first pursuing it. The goal continues. And Howard Lester said, you gotta put the work in. So the work is what we're doing, the community outreaches that we're having. You know, um, telling people about yes. what's going on, not just with, again, churches, but, but with ministries like uh, behind closed doors, so people are drawn closer. Mm -hmm. So um, I just love that. I, I love it. and. Um, I just feel this is the church that has judged me the least. This is the church that I have learned the most, again, about the scriptures that I have read a thousand times over, but not quite as in depth as I had on these Bible studies. And I have been to many Bible studies across Ohio and even in Pennsylvania, and I still have not received uh, the, let's say, uh, interview that I have now. And I can honestly say that God is not my cousin anymore, or he ain't a close relative, but God is my father. Yes. So that's mm -hmm. what I feel over this, this winter change, change me with um, the Bible study. God has been changed uh, my close relative, my true father. And, and with that kind of love and with that kind of closeness, commitment with God. Um, that, that, that's 
that's more precious than gold. I, I can't say, you know, how appreciative I, I am to, you know, be able to understand this kind of relationship with, with God. You know, and the only thing I want to do with it is spread it to others. So what mm-hmm. they feel will be the same and they will be able to have that close relationship with them. Yes. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Powerful, powerful testimonies and statements and information. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Did you share yours? No, I didn't share mine. Okay, so come on. The brother uh, Patrick, would you like to share what you learned uh, from our Bible studies? Well, what what stands out? Uh, what one thing would you would you say stands out to what you've learned in in our Bible studies? I think um, you kind of exposed you know like churches and stuff. The different how and 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 if you care to elaborate on that. How some, and you know what, and I'm glad you brought that up because one thing we have to remember is not the church, it's the people that run up in the church. Because remember, Satan loves God's establishment, he was in heaven running them up. And remember, uh, in, in Job chapter one, God says, Satan, where have you been? And Satan said, uh, from going back and forth from, from the from the earth. So even after he did what he did in the Garden of Eden, he still was going back and forth from heaven to the earth. Yeah. And he still was allowed to partake in the meetings that was going on in heaven. Remember that. It wasn't until God threw him out of heaven because he was busy running amok up there. And in that, God said, woe to the earth because the great dragon has been hurled down and he's on the mission to seek and destroy. That's why he's so mad because he doesn't have that permission to go up and run amok up in God's kingdom. So he's mad. He's mad because now his territory is on earth and in the abyss of hell. See, Satan no longer can see the light. So he's very mad. Satan is in right. See, we have to understand Satan is in the abyss. He's in the darkness. So this is this is an entity that's running around in the dark realm where there's no more light. Because the adversary, even though he was jealous of God, he still wanted to see the light. He just didn't want to embrace it. 
You understand what I mean? Just like we deal with some people, they they like what we do, but they can't stand us. But they want to be around us because literally they like seeing the light. They like seeing what we do. Well, preach it. Okay? So that's exactly how the devil is. And that's why he's so mad. Because he no longer can embrace God's love. He no longer can, can walk around heaven and see all the beauty. Okay? And not only that, but when he look at himself, he no longer has that splendor. Because, see, at the end of the day, back then, he was able to look and say, oh, I look beautiful. I got rubies. I got pearls. I got this. I got that, Sister Alessa. And it's all about as well, I would say, reading the Bible. If you, if you do have questions, anybody, read the book. Pick up the Holy Bible and read about Amen. it. And ask questions to um, somebody that you know that is, has, um, that walks with God. I think people forget like, okay, when I grew up in the church, um, you know, okay, they teach you, okay, love God, respect God, respect your family. It's basically like the original religions is like going in the motion, mm -hmm. but there's no relationship with God. God wants a relationship. Yes, he does. God wants you to, Jesus wants us to experience everlasting life. He loves us. He wants us to be able to get into heaven. And that's why he gave his life to die for our sins. So we're, yeah. so he washed us of that. But two, like you said, in, in the churches and stuff was going on. The devil is everywhere. This is, people believe in the devil. People have said they have seen him. If you believe that there is evil, there has to be, there is a higher power. Mm -hmm. People, people are playing around with the spiritual realm and people, even people that are witches and warlocks and all those different things that say they're getting information from their ancestral, uh, uh, ancestral people from, um, what is it? ancestral relatives and see and they're saying the dad can't talk them, that's that's not that's not your ancestor that's the demon actually taking on that and doing that you're not yeah. supposed to mess around with it. even i knew when i was young not to mess with that stuff because god is a living god right. he does not want us to mess with those things and you even right. have people that that were ex-witches that were that are now walking and walking with Christ and now saying they've seen it. They're saying it is a bat it is a battlefield. Soul people's souls are at um risk. It's it's a lot of stuff going on. And especially in in the churches, the devil he he he's trying to bring as many souls with him. Yes he is. He the thing is about the devil and people and people worship these uh, deities and these false gods and what you're worshiping is a dead person. You're not supposed to worship the dead. God is a living God. He's still alive. So, and I think too, it's very important to ask these questions but a lot of the answers you're going to find is if you just read the Bible, if you just pick it up and read it. 
you'll find a lot of the answers that you're looking for. And for myself, I would say, since I'm, since I'm talking, is that okay if I just go into Yes. From what I learned from the podcast, from what we've been doing, I will be honest, a lot of times I was just going through the motions. I really didn't open myself up to God until recently. I didn't really hear what he was talking about. I just knew, okay, yes, you, you, God is good. You love God. I knew I did love God, but I never had, I didn't have that relationship. Yeah. And until now, and I know is, I don't have all the answers, but I know I'm reading and I want to learn more about them and study the word. So I say from the podcast, I can say from what we've been doing, we're trying to spread the word, and I do, and I will say, uh, Minister Michelle, she does simplify things for us so we can understand it more, which I do appreciate. Um, yes. That's been do that 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 she's been doing. So, I would say I just pray that we keep up the podcast and many more people listen and we connect with many more people and we walk in Christ. And that's all I have to say. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So- Thank you. Thank you. Your honesty, your pure heart. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to take up too much more of the time, Mm-mm. Pastor, but I just always kept saying this about Sister Alessa that she has that pure heart and love. And even though, you think, Sister Alessa, you were going through the motions. I know with all of you, Brother Patrick, mm-hmm. Brother Brylin, uh, Sister Alessa, some of the questions that you have, some of the comments that you had, since we have had Bible study, you have picked up that Bible and read that Bible beyond just going through Bible study. Yes. So that alone, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all things that you ask for should be rendered onto you. So yes. you already have sought him. And once you seek out God, he will show himself. Yes. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Huh? I believe oh, can that. Can I say something? Yes. 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 You know, I'm glad you brought all that up. And I don't feel bad about like sometimes saying you were going through the motions, because uh, ego, I don't think most of us are on this line, most people you don't just come out all the time. Not everybody with that relationship. That's something that, that seed has to be planted and you build on it and you right. as you go through life and you know that seed has been planted and you know you open up your eyes and you start you hit you build on it. And I think that's what's wrong with the, really the world today. A lot of the seed has not been planted. Right. That seed has not been planted. And because the seed wasn't planted, it had nowhere to grow. And and get all the chaos and all this evil. And I one thing you said that I you agree with, I've had people people say they believe in Satan, but they mm-hmm. don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any sense to me because I say, it okay. Everything is in a balance. There's hot, there's cold. Yes. There's good, there's bad. Why do you not believe in God? They can't give you an answer, though. Exactly. Amen. An answer. I wake up every morning and I'm in my right mind, 
I know there's a God. I know that he has, I'm here today because there's God. Because yes, I think Lord. about some of the things, some of the situations I have gone through, other people yes. have, and they're not here. Mm-hmm. Like that one song said, I could have been dead and gone, but you kept me. And I put myself in some situations and God says, she don't know what she's doing. Look at her. That's all of it. Yeah. And he kept us. He kept us. And he will continue to keep us. He will continue to keep us. I remember one time there was some uh, downtown, these guys or something, they were saying something about they were selling some this and that. And I, I want to uh, come and look at I went and got in the car with them. About what? three or four young black guys. And we sat down there. And they were going to ask you, Did I want to buy something or this and mm, that. They mm, can show me mm. some jewelry and stuff. <clears throat> nobody but God and that's a testimony because we needed to hear that we I mean, needed I've to always been saying, I never told my sisters I never told my mother I thought about it many times of telling y'all but this is the first time I ever told it wow and I didn't even know that and where was this at mom downtown that's okay. nobody but God and you know grandma almost got kidnapped I know one thing, if I would have told my mother, they would have heard that, and they would have been glad, you know what I mean? But I know, even though I would have had to listen, listen, even to your father, I would have had to listen to all this nothing for probably, what, the next... Every finishing point has a beginning. In our lives, every hardship we faced brought about a new beginning, a new horizon, a new triumph. Beginning of a new is just one short story written by author Brylon Douglas in his book, My Purpose Ordained by God, collection of adventure and short stories from an autistically gifted child. From the adventures of Jerry Young, who disguises himself to hide from the world, to Mama, Please Don't Go, another heartfelt short story about a young girl named Mindy who fears losing her mother. Take this inspirational journey through this book written by Brylon Douglas and available right now on Amazon.com. 
And you know what? And and uh that's I'm still stuck on that. And and brother Patrick, you had a question? Yeah, okay. So uh, my question for like who says there's no God and what was like what people that says there's no God better there's a devil? I'm gonna Oh yeah, those um he was wondering what what kind of people would say there's no God. There's people that they and you know what Satan are they yeah but you know what I'm gonna say this real quick. Yeah, um, I'm glad Howard Lester said that. Yeah, and they believe in God, and they say they go to church. Our lesson said there's some people that go through the motions, mm-hmm. and yeah. they don't believe okay. in God. And uh, I don't want to bring the C word in here, y'all, but I do have a lot of friends that are Catholic, and mm-hmm. that's one thing that they do a really good job is is separating. God and church. Well, and you know what? They mm-hmm. have these false idols in their church. They, they, they do these Hail Marys and, and they go behind that curtain and talk to a priest. And then they say that they did what they needed to to get into heaven. And you ask them, well, what about the scriptures? All oh, the priests read the scriptures on Sunday and Wednesday. Well, you, you know who else have, like, people like, and they say that. They question. They don't believe in God. They go through. They maybe they go through some really terrible, terrible things in their lives, and they lose their faith. And that's right. those they will. And you try to tell them, you know, you still have to hold on to your faith. Look, I mean, this world they create itself. There's a lot. I know there's a lot of evil, but I say there's still more good in this world. Amen. Amen. I, I and I want to. And you know what? And then I'm going to let Brylon share what he's learned over the course of the Bible studies. And I want to say this too. I personally think sometimes people feel as though they are hurting God's feelings for saying that they don't believe in him or they want to turn away from church. And yeah. and worship and see, we, we have to understand we're not hurting anybody but ourselves. And I've known this, not in all people, but a couple um that are African American and um they in their work environment, those who they socialize with um are of the majority. And uh, they're of, you know, the Catholic religion. And, hey, to each his own. You know, there's many paths to God, many ways of uh, worshiping. You know, I personally believe um, whatever leads you to almighty God, so shall it be. Um, But 
I think sometimes they run to certain religions as a conformity to get along, to go along, to get along. And you know what I'm saying? Because you, you, it's just like, okay, if you're put in an environment and you're around, uh, people who are a certain way, they worship a certain way and you've had bad experiences in minority churches, a lot of times, sometimes you're like, well, you know what, if I go over here, they help me get a, a, a job, better wages. I don't have to deal with the people mentality and the people behavior. Therefore, I'm going to stick to this because this doesn't affect me like how the other place affected me. And to me, that's what the adversary wants. But I will say this. You know what I'm saying? When we look at the scripture and we look at the doctrine, God is very specific. God is very specific in, in what we need to do in worshiping him. You know, and I've learned this because, like I said, when I was younger, I was hurt. And I studied with Jehovah Witnesses. You know, and, and then when I got my feelings hurt there, I went over and tried to study with the Mormons, but they have a distinct belief system. And then I, I felt like, where God, where, where am I going to go? And I learned that God is right beside us. And he doesn't fashion himself as though, okay, you have to be a Methodist. You have to be an African Methodist. You have to be an African Methodist Episcopal. You have to be a Catholic. You have to be a Protestant. You have to be a Presbyterian. You know, you have to be a Baptist. It's not about that. It's about how the Lord created you to have a relationship with him and whomever uh, helps you on that journey, so shall it be. Uh, Brother Pat Brylin, if you would like to share, uh, what have you learned over the course of, of uh, studying the Bible? Um, I learned that the adversary is very petty and that people's actions, and you really shouldn't hate the person because it might not even be them. It might be the adversary working through them. Powerful. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to say was, what was the very first year? Like, I know like the year 100 you know, and the year 900, but what was the first year? That's a good question. And that's going to be your homework. That's going to be all of our homework. Wait, the baby's talking about like before Christ and after Christ, like where in the year 2023? Right. Yeah. He wants to know, yes. So before Christ was BC, mm -hmm. and this is still somewhat south, so I ain't giving it all away, uh, Brother Bradley. But after Christ was born, that's when it started, you know, uh, the year. That we so if we look at two thousand and twenty three years, you know, from the birth of Christ. So if people 
acknowledge the year system, do they have to acknowledge Jesus since it was built? Around Hello, Whoa! Now you know. Wait a minute. I got goosebumps. Is it because I wonder who named the BC? Is it because majority of people who named the nears are Christians or something? I don't know how. Well, how did BC, BCE, AD? How did those come about? I'm learning. I thought it was like and so brother yeah, brylin yeah, just said something too now what did you say about uh egypt The yeah. weirdest thing is, is like the way, like, like whenever what you were saying, like Hollywood and stuff, how they present it. It's like I thought that e ancient Egyptians were like, uh, what is it? European. European. Yeah, like what was it that? European, like, like Greeks, like said. Oh, Africa is the biggest that. continent. Yeah, no one talks about that. So because that's a good thing. They're pointing out. How it's depicted yeah. in the that's movies true. as being European, but it's not. It's African. Mm -hmm. yep. So there's, you know, and this is the this is the power in studying in the Word because I'm a minister, and yes, I'm the pastor of behind closed doors, but I learn from my congregation. I learn from you all, and and you know, and 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 to me. In order to teach, you have to have a teachable spirit, but you also have to be taught and you have to have a learning spirit. I don't know how some... Yes, go ahead. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to uh, interrupt you, uh, Minister Michelle Cardozis, but we are talking about Solomon, the most wisest of the kings today. And in Proverbs, I'm not sure the exact scripture, that's what Solomon said. That a person that does not want reproof or correction or wants to learn, they're, they're a fool. They're, mm. they're, they're, they're not going to get any further. You gotta be a student before you become a teacher. And Amen. Said, like you said, you still have to be in that open position of learning. I know for me, I learn every single day. You know, um, the, the way that Brother Brother put it was so masterful how he said, you know, we do all these things with Christ. You know, even in our, you look at our um, money, in Christ we trust. I mean, in God we trust. But we want to kick God out when we say how Sister Christian said we only believe in some people say they don't believe in the devil, but for God and God, how Sister Arlette said about mm -hmm. people going through the motions, and Brother Patrick was talking about, you know, uh, these people, like, how can you say that you believe in a devil, but you don't believe in a God? That is a cult. Mm -hmm. That is a cult. So, 
I mean, it just shows you that people that do not believe in God are ludicrous. Their, their lives are where they are basically disowning their existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know... It wasn't for the creation of, of Adam and Eve, which God created. And that's, that's our first in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. That's the right there who created Exactly. There's a book book. The men of the Bible. I'm sorry, I because I said you are exactly right, and I'm having our lesson get the other book because um over the course of the next few weeks up until September, um, we're gonna be getting into a lot of information, which I know you guys are gonna enjoy. But before I say that, um, isn't there two of those or just one? I thought there was two. But I'll see in a minute. So uh, before I say anything else, uh, Sister Pat, is there anything you want to add? Uh, just like you know, you uh, and I can understand questioning about uh, you know how people could believe this and that. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about like when Moses brought the Israelites out of you know Egypt, mm-hmm. and he performed, mm-hmm. you know he put that uh, his rod out and. You know, God parted the Red Sea. He brought them all through. And when they come through, then they go act up and turn up against God and did other things all through the Bible. People yes. saw miracles, walked with God. Mm-hmm. And some of them, so it, it still goes on. People just, uh, there's always going to be that group there. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know why. They're always going to be there. Amen. And about 
understand that. It's like, no, it has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. Now, just said years ago, there's scientists who believe in a God. Yeah. You know? So it has nothing to do with mental illness. It has to do with this is what we know is true. And because you are of the earth and you are have the practicing in the abyss of the darkness, the biggest thing that Satan said on his side is the disbelief people having God. That's right. That's, that's his biggest weapon. Once you just say you believe in God, you don't even have to have a close relationship. Once you say you believe in his healing power, he starts attacking you because you're like, oh, wait, 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 that's the soul that I can move. Wait, wait, wait. I know they ain't real close to God. I know they ain't reading his word every day and praying every day, but they believe in him. Don't like that. And I'll tell you one thing, y'all. With church people, church people will go to church almost every day. I ain't talking about just on days of Bible study and days of worship. They will go to church each and every day. You will see them not do one of two things. You will never see them stand up and worship God. And I'm not saying you got to shout. I'm saying sometimes a, a tap on the foot, a smile. You will yeah. never see them worship God. And another thing you will never see them do is they will never try and encourage others. Mm-hmm. You will hear them talk about their own testimony. So they stand to testify about the goodness of the Lord. But one thing Satan is very good at is being selfish. He is not going to encourage you. Like we encourage Brother Dustin, a person as a church person, yes. they'll say, oh yeah, pray, pray for me, Brother Dustin. The prayer will not be of a prayer of encouragement. Yes. Because Satan don't know how to encourage people. And so that's what people got to realize. You got to know that, unfortunately, everybody that goes to church, they are not Christians. And everybody that don't go to church are not Mm here. That's That's true. true. I mean, I don't go to church every Sunday. And I'll be honest with that. And that's because, honestly, sometimes I feel the spirit when I go to church. Uh, you know, certain churches, and sometimes I don't. And if I feel that evil spirit getting closer to me, I remove myself from that position. And it's not that Satan's chasing me out of church, but I'm running away from stating and going towards the light, how the pastor said. Yes, yes. And I don't yes. want a darkness to come over me. That's true. How I think it was Brother Violin or, or Sister Alexis said one of them last week that what they're going to do is they're going to look at who are they associating with. Because what you don't want to do is be around people that are going to tear you away or, or remove you from the love of God. Mm-hmm. If anybody tries to separate you from the love of God, cut them and leave me on. So if and fuss about it. Exactly. Anybody that doesn't believe in God, how Pastor said, don't say, I don't believe in God. They won't cut you off. They won't tell you to shut up when you start to pray. But when people do that, oh, they're like what Sister Patricia said. They say that they don't believe in God. And don't don't get it twisted. Satanists, there's a lot of Satanists. They believe in God. They're not like a God. But they want you to think. 
Exactly. Exactly. Learn too today about selling. Selling is 
to keep continually moving through those currents. Sometimes they get windy, sometimes they go twist and back, but you keep on your path. Mm -hmm. You know, there might be some stumbles along the way. You know, just like since Patricia said, you know, she revealed today, hey, wait a second, I got in the car with three grown men and, and a lady, and they could have been whatever to me. And for that. Praise God for that. Amen, amen. And you know what? We will be right back with studying in the word because when we come back, we're going to share uh, what we will and we're going to bring this study to the close. I mean, this really was a phenomenal 
Bible study today. I'm not just saying that. This is truly, I believe, the seventh season. I'll find out if this is six or seven. Pass that to Arlessa. And then when we come back, we're going to get into what we are going to be studying over this uh, summer. Amen. We will be right back with studying in the word. On the path to success, we find many adversities. What and to whom can be the stumbling block? Are we being spiritually punished for something? Or is there something or someone trying to hinder us from receiving Almighty God's blessing? Thinking outside the plantations is based on the evidence-based perspective. Evidence shows who and what is oppressing people today. The plantations of depression, suicide, domestic violence, and addictions will not define us. We have the power to become free. This book will guide you through breaking the chains, thus enabling you to step off those mental and philosophical plantations that impede your social growth. This book is written by abuse survivors and designed for your individual and group studies. Books are available on Amazon.com, both the instructor's manual and the individual book. Welcome back to Studying in the Word. On the break, we heard uh, by the Mississippi Mass Choir, Grace and Mercy got us through. Praise God. That was a request from Sister Nicole Carter. Praises God. Praises to Almighty God. Uh, In conclusion of our Bible study this evening, um, I want to share some of the great information that we will be getting into Um, to take a deeper look into the Holy Bible and get a more empathetic um, feel towards our Heavenly Father's Word and also uh, the the chosen people in the Bible. We want to get information uh, and learn from them. Now, with that being said, we are going to study out of the Holy Bible, and we're also going to be working out of uh, two books. Uh, The one is 10 Women of the Bible. One by one, they change the world. This is the study guide, um, and it's by Max Lucado. who is the New York Times best-selling author with Jenna Lacado Bishop. So this is phenomenal how a lot of God's people are bringing that legacy in their family. So we see this with this book. 
And uh, one of the first stories that we are going to be studying is uh, the story of Rahab. Okay, so that's going to be out of page 25. Um, and it's lesson two in this book. So we're really going to be getting into some great information. So on our next Bible study uh, next week um, is going to be a lengthy one. Um, but we're going to divide that up over the next uh, couple of weeks. Amen. And so uh, it's going to be, we're also, um, for your homework, Joshua chapters one and two. That's Joshua's chapter one and two. We're going to read that, go over that. Um, and then we're going to start into the lesson of Rohab. Another book we're going to be working out of, and I will be getting um, your copies uh, from christianbook.com. So everybody will have <coughs> this particular book. Is uh, the 12 Ordinary Men Workbook, How the Master Shaped His Disciples for Greatness and What He Wants to Do with You by John MacArthur. Um, so this is a really, really good book. I love Max Lacuda. You know, um, I oh my God, his books are so inspirational. John MacArthur, I think this is the first book I got from him. But um, I, when I saw this book and I was reading it, I'm like, okay, this is this is phenomenal. This is also, like I said, the workbook. So there is a book that goes with both of these, which um, you can get on christianbook.com. And the study guides are separate. But what I love about these authors, if you get the workbook, um, it does give a synopsis about the reading material. And you can refer to the Bible to get um, the other information. But I definitely recommend getting um, these books. And uh, with the people that I have on the line, uh, with you guys being board members, that's what your dues uh, go to also um, covering it, um, one to two books from our Bible study per year. So um, I will be getting you guys these workbooks um, to study out of. And with that being said, um, any questions? You're too old for homework. You know, the old sister oh, Pat is a no, curse word. No, she did. That's a curse word. There is uh, no. Sister Patricia. Huh? Oh, you did not say you're too old for homework. Yes, I did. <laughs> naughty, 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 naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. So with that being said, maybe I should give Sister Pat some extra homework. Oh, yeah, Pastor. Yes, ma'am. 2029, we were, you know, reading the 20th chapter of Proverbs. Mm -hmm. uh, Sister Patricia, Proverbs 2029 says, the glory of the young men is their strength, but the splendor of old men is gray hair. Woo! Your full of splendor 
Hairs. I only got two, maybe three, but they're coming in. I'll give it. I'm gonna see you right now, Sister Patricia. I'm gonna see you right now. Sister Nicole, do you got gray hair yet? No, ma'am. We're blessed. But does that mean that we're stupid? I got white hair around the edge. Now, I'm. Selena hasn't tan yet, so that might be my first gray hair. Aww. Yeah, her mother's already up to planning her second birthday. Really? Her first one is gonna be, yeah, strawberry tea. She said she's gonna um look to see if she can find a strawberry costume to put her in. Oh, strawberry I love tea. it. Strawberry tea. I love it. Oh my goodness, I love it. That is it such just a. Got No. That's good enough. No. I, t- I tell you, this next generation, they're going to be spoiled. Mm-hmm. They are going to be spoiled. Uh-huh. Oh, you're going to have a pack of them. No, I don't know which one. Yeah. Even the dog is spoiled. Well, you know what? I I I I am praying for Patrice to have about four, or lesser to have yes four, or lesser to have three. Uh, and two of them will be twins, and Patrick to have two, and Brylan. I don't know why I just see him with a, like a little army, like. Five, six, seven of them. You know, I I don't know. I just, you know, I just, I don't know. Brian's gonna have a classroom. He, Brian says one or two. I think Brian's gonna have a classroom. And you know what? I'll babysit and I'm going to spoil them. And then I'm going to tell them when y'all go home, y'all can do whatever you want to do. And if they say something to you, you call me ma. Because I'm going to come over there. And I will be right left hooking. My grandkids can do whatever they want to do. My great nieces and nephews. That goes for Melina too. She, I'm Look, I'll come over there. I'm going to tell her, this is your house. claiming in the name of Jesus, because I'm going to have a chef. I'm going to have a chef for him. Huh? Yes, ma'am. You know that little house you got out back there? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to 
I'm going to go up there looking for you, and I'm going to be able to, well, where is your grandmother? She in the house back there. <laughs> Hiding. They're going to have flip church heavenly father and the gates of hell shall not prevail father god we love you in everything we say and do yes father god we reestablish our covenant with you just as our forebrother abraham Ooh, in the name of jesus amen in the name of jesus hallelujah god is good god is good and you know let us do his work sister uh arlessa would you pray us out
um and also friday night bible studies friday at seven thank you so much love you all bye-bye